to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Our dear Lord, we are grateful, we are thankful. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to come before you, to hear your word. Holy Father, we ask that you give us of your spirit to teach us, to minister to us. We love you, Jesus. And as we have gathered, O oh Lord, we know according to your word that you are in the midst of us. Amen. Father, as your word goes forth, let healing Amen. follow. Let miracles, wonders follow your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone that is broken, everyone that is sick, at the end of this message, Jesus. Lord, let there be restoration. Let there be healing Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone that is seeking answers, may you supply through your word in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. We are thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands together for the Lord as you take your seat. And if you have your books with you on determinants, this is our message today. We continue with the book determinants. And we are in our status 527. And we are sharing from our prophet's book, The Determinant. And I want us to look at our scripture, the um, foundational scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. And it says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happened to them all. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we are learning based on this scripture that there are several determinants that affect the outcome of every effort that we make. And we have talked about a few of these determinants. We've talked about speed and we talked about strength and we are talking about wisdom. Hallelujah. We're talking about wisdom. And in wisdom, we talk about how that wisdom determines your position and rank in your nation. That wisdom determines your ability to stay in an elevated position. Wisdom determines your place in ministry. Wisdom determines your ability to work in an important place. Wisdom determines the great things and the mighty works you can accomplish. All by wisdom. Wisdom determines whether you will be called for or ever be chosen. Mm. And then wisdom determines your ability to rule and we said, wisdom determines your ability to become rich. And then wisdom determines the length of life. Mm. 
Hallelujah. You didn't think so, right? That wisdom really determines the length of life. Never. And we talk a lot about these things. And then we began talking about how to improve your wisdom. How to improve your wisdom. And we said there are certain steps that lead to knowledge. We talk about the steps to knowledge how, and how to develop into a man of knowledge and a woman of wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How, Amen. How, how to develop into a woman of knowledge or a man of knowledge and a woman of wisdom or a man of wisdom. And we said, number one, noticing, recognizing things is the first step to gaining knowledge. You remember? Yes. Yes. That noticing and recognizing things is the first step to gaining knowledge. And we said people who lack wisdom do not notice things. They don't notice things. If you don't notice things, you lack wisdom. And then we said number two, considering, thinking, meditating is a step to wisdom. Considering thinking and meditating is a step to wisdom. And number three, we said acknowledging and honoring is a step to knowledge. Acknowledging and honoring is a step to knowledge. That was the third point. And today we want to continue. And the fourth point is that listening and hearing is the next step to knowledge. Powerful. Listening and hearing is the next step to knowledge. I want to read to you Luke chapter 2 and verse 44. We're reading to verse 51. Luke chapter 2 and verse 44 to 51. Now, the background for this story, if you read from, I think, 40 or 41, is when Jesus and his parents had gone to Jerusalem when he was 12 years old. You remember? They went to Jerusalem for the festival at 12, when he was 12 years old, as their tradition and customs were. And when the festivities were over and they were coming back, this is where, so they were returning to Nazareth. It was a long journey. I think it was a three or four day journey to Nazareth. Because these people were walking. Some of them were on camels or whatever, but mostly they were walking. If you were rich, then you have some form of transportation. But they were not of the wealthy family. So here we are in verse 44, Luke chapter 2 and verse 44. It says, but they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. So they had traveled for about one day, one day into the journey. They thought, the parents thought that Jesus was with them. He thought he was with the other family members or their friends playing or something like that. You talk about child neglect. If it was today, they would say this is child neglect. You understand? And then they look around and they say, where is Jesus? Hmm. 
And then they say, oh, maybe he's here. Maybe he's there. Maybe he's with his family. Maybe he's playing. And then they look for him among their kinsmen and among their acquaintances. They are friends, family friends. And he was nowhere to be found. Are you listening to me? Yes, sure. There was nowhere to be found. So you see, I mean, if it was today, the parents would have been arrested that you neglected your child. Okay. Quickly. So it says, and, they, and when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple. Now you realize, you know, we are having a little bit of a technical challenge. That is why you are not seeing the projection, but... Uh, We are not seeing the projection, but um, we um, we will um, we will encourage you. I will encourage all of you to look into your Bibles. Are you opening your Bibles? Yeah. Wonderful. Very good. Okay. Can we see everybody? Show your Bible, your iPads. Very good. Awesome. And the can the, those who are the candle in the dark. Are you looking into your Bibles? Candle in the dark are the ones that are hiding. Wonderful. All right. So I continue to. We said they found. It says, and it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. Mm. And he said unto them, how is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Hallelujah. Amen. So, they, they did not find Jesus, and then they returned, and they found him in the temple. They found him in a temple, and the Bible says he was sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. So these were like knowledgeable people, people who were of higher level of education, and he was reasoning with them. He said, asking them questions, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So anyone who listens is receiving knowledge Amen. and wisdom. Amen. If you are listening, you are receiving knowledge and wisdom. Amen. Amen. Jesus listened to the seniors in the temple. He listened to them. And that is how he became so wise. He was listening to people who were wise, people who were older, people who have experience. He was listening to them. 
So those who do not listen to preaching messages are not mm. wise. Mercy. I'm saying it again. Say. People who do not listen to preaching messages are not wise. Hallelujah. Amen. The more you listen to the word of God, the more you become wise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. You see, you can always tell the difference between a person who listens to the word of God and someone who does not listen. You can always tell a difference. There is something about the word of God. And when you find two people, one who is constantly listening and one who doesn't, there is a clear difference between those two people. David said in Psalm 19 and verse 7, he says, the law of the Lord is perfect. The law of the Lord is also the word of God. He said, the law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. The testimony of the Lord is his word also, the word of God. The word of God is called the testimony of the Lord. It is called the statutes of the Lord. It is called the law of the Lord. It is called the word of the Lord. It, it, the, the testimony of the Lord is sure. That means you can stand on boldly. It's dependable. If you are doing something and you are basing it on the word of God, it is a sure thing that is going to be successful. Amen. He said the testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. Making wise the simple. So if you are a simple person, the way to become wise is to listen to the word of God. I tell you, you'll be very wise. Listening to the word of God on a regular basis is bound to make you a wise person. Amen. You will become very wise if you are listening to the word of God on a regular basis. I tell you, Psalm 119 verse 98, it says, Thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than my enemies. Preach. You see? Amen. It's not through degrees. It's not through education. Oh. It says, Thou through thy commandments has made me wiser than my enemies. So you'll be wiser than people who don't like you. Amen. For they, they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Yes. You will be wiser than your teachers. Amen. Your, you see, your teachers are the ones who are called professors. They are the ones with higher degrees. But if you are someone who listens to the word of God, you become wiser than your teachers. That was one of my favorite prayers when I pray for the children. I said, mm. they will become wiser than their teachers. Amen. Yes. And why not? There is no other wisdom beyond the word of God. Amen. And so if that is your food, if that is what you eat on a regular basis, you will become wiser than anyone who doesn't listen to the word of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So men and women, I encourage you to make it a habit. Make it your habit to listen to the word of God every day. Amen. Young people, listen to the preaching messages every day. Every day. 
Are you listening to me? Yes. You will become very wise. You will become Amen. very wise. You see, Amen. today, if you were listening to the prophet, I mean, great wisdom was shared. Great wisdom. True. Steps to the next step to go forward in your life. The next step to take, to propel you forward, to make you go forward. You see. And he was sharing about even, I mean, some of the simple things he was sharing about staying quiet, you know, and he was just sharing from the scripture that you just stay quiet will make you wise. Mm, will move you forward. It will move you forward. It will make you to be chosen. It will make people respect you. It will make people honor you. It will make people see you as a wise person. I mean, these are secrets that they don't share with you. I mean, which university campus? Would you ah, hear? No, they said before. Professor, we teach you that. <laughs> are you listening to me? You are yes. preaching. So, listening to the word of God is full of knowledge and wisdom. It makes one wise. Hallelujah. Amen. It makes one wise. You see, it will, for the students, you know, young people, it will set you apart from your colleagues. You will Amen. find there will be a clear difference between you and your colleagues. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. It will make you, it will, it will, it will make a difference in your life. And I tell you what the prophet was saying, it's very true. You try it. Begin now when you are at work. Mm. Be quiet. Oh, yeah. When you have a meeting, you just sit quietly and be listening. Conscious and listen to them. Words. And show that you are actually listening. Mm. You see that they all begin to respect you. They oh, all wow. begin to honor you. And when you open your mouth, everyone will be quiet. Mm. But you will gather from all of them what they are saying. You will gather from every one of them. And then you put it together for yourself. And then when you put it together, you look like a very wise person. Wow. You are preaching. I tell you, you learn to be quiet. Learn to be, to be quiet. quiet. Learn to be quiet. I didn't know that even even you have to study to be quiet. Study to oh. be quiet. <laughs> it says the scripture says study to be quiet. Mm. Wow. Then you will become wise. I just said it. I was saying it, and I didn't even know it in the scripture like that. Wow. But thanks be to God, it's the Holy Spirit that is leading us. So Amen. learn to be quiet, and you will see that they will select you. They will pick Amen. you. I tell you, I find myself always being selected for something. I find myself, if, sometimes I don't want it. Uh, wow. A lot of times, I don't want to be, I, and sometimes I want to behave in a way so that I will not be selected. But when the spirit is upon you, the spirit is upon you, and you'll be chosen, you'll be selected. I receive it. We need three people to do this. You'll be you'll be included. By all means, you'll be included. By all means. I'm telling you, learn that, and it will take you higher. It will set a difference between you and your colleagues. There will be a vast difference between you and your colleagues. The ones who spend hours and hours on all kinds of things on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, and all kinds of things. They spend hours and hours on them. You spend your time listening to the word of God. Amen. Sometimes you don't even understand. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. There is something about the word of God that as you continue to listen, something enters into you. I tell you, 
you are preaching. It is the word of God. True. It's not everything in the scripture that you understand. Is it everything that you understand? Oh, no. no. But it's the word of God. Why don't you understand? You just take it. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's yes. right. Yeah. And it will make you wise. You try it. You try it. That just this year, just this year, try that you are going to be quiet and you see for yourself. Just try it this year. Decide to listen to Bishop's messages. Decide to listen. Just this year, you make it a point for yourself that I'm just, Reverend has been saying this. He has been saying this. You just, I'll put you on a bet. And I said, just listen to these messages, Bishop's messages for just one year. And at the end of the year, you come to me and say, I have listened for the whole year and I don't see any difference. You come. Man. And if there's no difference, I will pay you back all the hours that you have wasted listening. <laughs> I'll pay you back. Hey. Wow. I'm telling you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You will see that your perspective about things will change. Mm. Your perspective on life will suddenly change. You see that you 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 will take a certain mature turn in life. Mm. You see that certain things don't become valuable to you anymore. I'm telling you, True. the word of God, and just listening, just listen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, the next one, number five, asking question is the next step to knowledge. Asking Which questions is the next step to step knowledge. Knowledge. Wow. He says, but they supposing him to have been in the company went a day's journey and they sought him among their kinfolks and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And verse 46, he says, and it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them, and asking them questions, asking them questions. And the Bible says, and all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Hallelujah. Amen. So asking them questions. So he was asking questions. Those who ask questions are clearing the cobwebs that are in their minds. True. They are clearing certain entanglements, certain misunderstandings that are in their minds. If you ask mm. questions. Those who do not ask questions live in a bubble of pride and foolishness. True. You are Rich. in a bubble of pride and foolishness when you don't ask questions. Exactly. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? It means you are too proud to ask what you obviously do not no, know. No. <laughs> you don't know, but you will not ask. Have you oh, found no, one no. of those people before? Oh, yes. You see, they don't know something, but they don't ask. And when somebody asks a question, then they are happy that somebody asks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. They are too proud to ask. So mm. rise out, out of your bubble of pride and begin to ask questions. Mm. The more questions you ask, the more intelligent you are. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Wow. Ask questions and you, you, you will receive knowledge. Amen. If Jesus asks questions, why do you not also ask questions? You are if Jesus, the Son of God, the Bible says, and he was asking them questions, hearing and asking. 
So why don't you ask questions? Your inability to ask questions simply reveals pride and a growing ignorance. Hallelujah. Amen. So asking questions is a sign that you are an attentive hearer. It means you are attentive to the speaker. Isn't that so? Yes. yes. Anyone who is asked, except for there are some people who just ask silly questions. There are some people, I mean, sometimes, you know, there are some people, they ask questions completely irrelevant to the topic of discussion. Forgive. I mean, sometimes I see some people and they ask a question. I say, were you sleeping or, I mean, what is wrong? It is out of context. Out of every, I mean, you, you don't know where the question came from. That's what sometimes there are people who just want people to hear them. You know, sometimes they just they want people to know that they can talk. Forgive. They have the words, they have vocabulary, they can speak English. Some Eloquent. people just talk. Have you found one of those people? Those are the people every meeting you hear them. They always have something to say, something, and they confuse people with their questions because people are focusing, they are listening, and then they ask a question irrelevant. Everybody knows review classes. But if you are an attentive speaker, attentive hearer, and you are attentive to the speaker, you will ask appropriate questions. Amen. Now, asking questions also shows that you respect the speaker. That's that means true. that you paid attention to the speaker. Mm. And asking questions also show that at least you understand the speaker. Mm. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. Because you may listen attentively, but not understand anything at all. Yeah. And so then you don't have any questions. <laughs> have you been in a meeting when at the end we say, anyone has any question? and no answer no, no question. question so it's an assumption that you all understand everything or you don't understand anything <laughs> forgive but asking questions may only clarify what you don't understand Amen. it will clarify for you what you don't understand and that leads to added knowledge it leads Amen. to added knowledge Amen. It leads to increased knowledge. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, it right. broadens your understanding and it turns you into a great teacher yourself. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. When you ask questions, it broadens your understanding and then it turns you into a great teacher because you cannot teach people what you don't understand. Are you understanding what I'm sharing? That is why a lot of your professors, they come with all these PowerPoints and all kinds of things, they read to you. And then when you ask them questions, they get angry because they don't understand. <laughs> Sometimes, some parents also, they tell their children to do something and they tell them, do this, do that. And they cannot explain why. So, I mean, they, and they live in another place where the children also want understanding. They ask why. And then when they ask, they say, just do it. Oh, my parents told me to do it, and I did it. You to do it. You no, ask you too many questions. You don't respect. You see, you don't respect. But children also want understanding. But when you don't understand, you cannot also explain to people. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So sure. ask the things that you don't understand, and it will be explained to you. Amen. I'm always telling these residents, and I say, listen, 
there is nothing in medicine that has no reason and understanding. Okay. Mm. And if you don't understand, ask. Then don't just do things because of just doing it or because you have heard it or you've seen it done. But have mm. understanding. And the things that people don't understand, there's no understanding. They say there's no understanding. They say it's unknown. Or we say it's an idiopathic origin or something like that. You know, and we don't have an understanding of it. It's just so happened. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? But yes. everything has understanding. And if you are a person like that, that you also, you are a nurse or you are a doctor <laughs> or you are something that you don't understand things and you just do them, you are going to kill people. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm sharing with you. You are going to kill people. That is why if you are a nurse, you have to read on the medicine that you give to people so you know how it works. So that when the patients ask you, you can and you can explain to them, not say, I'll call the doctor for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number six. Understanding is the next step to wisdom. Amen. Understanding is the next step to wisdom. You are teaching. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 19. Matthew 13 and verse 19. It says, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth it away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So understanding is the next step to wisdom. And when you hear the kingdom, when you hear the word of God and you understand it not, then the thief come, the wicked one come and snatch even the little, anything that you have sown in your heart, it takes away. Oh. Mm. And this is the reason why many people Many people, so-called Christians, they do all kinds of things that are contrary to the word of God. Mercy. If you are not in a church where the word of God is explained and you don't understand it, you cannot obey it. True. Isn't that true? Yes, sir. True. You cannot obey it because you don't understand. And one of the things the enemy likes that you don't understand. So the enemy likes you to be in a church where the word of God is not explained. Mm. Satan likes you to be in a church where it's just a lot of noise. We shout and shout and sing and shout and shout and we go home. And you don't understand anything. But where you are taught the word of God, where you are sat down and explain the word of God and give you practical examples so that you can apply it to your life, he doesn't like you to be there. Mm. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. Yeah. This is the reason why many people do not get blessed by the word of God. They don't get blessed by the word of God because they do not understand. They hear and they don't understand. But if you hear and you understand, then you can act on it. True. If you hear the word of God and you understand it, 
and you see how practical it is in your life, then you can act on it. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's yes, right. You see, many people, for instance, when we say, you know, build a house for God and you'll build a house for you, you know, you don't understand it, so you don't. True. But if you understand how valuable it is for the house of God to be built, how valuable that Jesus, the one project that he has purpose to do is to build his church. And that understanding comes to you. You are happy to join this project. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are happy to, because you say you follow Jesus. You are a Christian and you are a Christ-like. And the person that you are following he says, I will build my church. I will build my church. I mean, tell us any other project that Jesus talked about. But he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So it means that if you join him in building his church, if you join Jesus in building the church, the gates of hell that will rise up against you in every sphere of life, in every mm. aspect of life, because you have joined your hand with Jesus in building that church, he has purpose that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so the gates of hell will not prevail against anyone who joins him in building the church also. Amen. Are you understand? And that is why I am happy to join whenever there is an opportunity to contribute to build a church. I am happy to do it because I know that I am building for myself a fortitude and a a strength such that the gates of hell cannot even prevail against me. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So you realize that even at your job places, if your boss is embarking on any project, the ones who really support him, working for them, joining them, they are the ones that they promote. They are the ones that they create an office for. They will move this person from this office and then they'll put you there. They'll put you next to them. Because you are interested in the project that he's building. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Your boss is going home and you are still in the office. And then he comes in and he says, "What what are you still here for? And he says, oh, the project that you are talking about, I know you will say is due tomorrow and I know you are going to need it. So I'm just want make, making sure that all of this, I mean, think about it. Uh, Compared to the one who left and the one who is staying to finish that project that is interested to the boss, who is going to be promoted. The next thing you says, move this person from this office and put this person there. True, promotion. Mm-hmm. So if you understand the word of God, it is easy for you to embark and endure it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When people do not ask questions, they often do not gain understanding. Is it not true? True. (laughs) Knowing something in a shallow way is a very different way from knowing something in a great depth. If you know something in a very superficial way, you see, a lot of times, I mean, you know, the only experiences that I can tell you. It's always in medicine. And I tell people, I say, listen, if you learn things in a very superficial way, you'll be a superficial clinician. And then when people ask you things, you cannot explain to them. Mm. And I tell you, when you cannot explain 
people's diseases and reasons why you are doing a test and reasons why you are giving them this medicine, they don't comply. They don't comply. True. There was a young man who went to a doctor and he complained that he was having headaches. He was having these bad headaches. So when he got to the doctor's office, the doctor checked his vital signs and his blood pressure was very high, 220 over, I think, 108 mm. or something like that. That was what we call hypertensive emergency, okay? So the doctor was able to treat him. First, he sent him to the emergency room because he needed intravenous medication to bring the blood pressure down right away. So he sent him to the emergency room and they treated him and he told him to come back to the office. So when he came back, he gave him medication for blood pressure. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. And the guy, I'm telling you of a real experience that I saw. The guy, he would take the medication whenever he has a headache. Mm. So whenever he has a headache, then he takes the medicine and then the headache will go down. And then he will stop taking it and then he's using it for headaches. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm Because it was for headache that he went to see the doctor. Okay. But the doctor did not explain to him that you are getting headaches because your blood pressure is high. And as long as your blood pressure is not controlled, you'll get headaches. So take this medicine every day, the rest of your life, to control your blood pressure. So then one day the guy came to the hospital because he couldn't urinate. And when he came, his kidney has failed from high blood pressure. Are you listening to me? Yes. I'm telling you a real story. His kidney has failed from high blood pressure. So now the guy is admitted to the hospital. And unfortunately for him, he also doesn't have insurance, okay? Because he's a cab driver from a country whose name starts with a G. And don't think the G that I'm talking about is the G that you are thinking. I know, right? Germany. Okay. (laughs) And so he doesn't have insurance because he's a cab driver who has never bothered with insurance because he says he's a healthy person, Mm. okay? And so now he's in the hospital and they are treating him for the kidney failure, which is never coming back. Mm. And now he has to be on dialysis. Forgive. Are you listening to me? Young man. He has to be on dialysis. His English is not so perfect also. So they told him that, listen, you need machine to work for your kidney. And so you can't go out. You can't travel. You, he says, he, he, he's going bananas. He says, listen, you people, you don't understand. I have three wives. <laughs> Where I come from. And I have a lot of children. And they all depend on me. And so I have to work. So I want to go and work. And then I'll go and work. And then I'll come back <laughs> to the husband. Shalabushi. <laughs> He says, let me go to work. And then at the end of the job, at the end of my shift, I come back to the hospital and sleep in the hospital and do whatever you want. But hey. I have to work. And so they, 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 it's a big problem. And now they bring their machine 
they bring the dialysis machine to hook him up. He doesn't want it. He wants to go to work. And so now they want a psychiatrist to see him because they think he's, not, he's mad. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. So I went to talk to this guy and I understood all these steps why he's in the position where he is now. And I explained to the people, listen, the guy is not mad. The guy has real problems, real responsibility <laughs> that none of you understand because none of you have experienced this problem before. He's a family man. But all of this started from someone not having time to explain things. And so if you don't understand things, you are not compliant. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. So when people don't ask questions, they often do not understand and they don't gain understanding. So knowing something in a very shallow way is never helpful. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. People who argue a lot over little points reveal a lack of understanding. Mm. Failing to ask questions is the master key to remaining in the realm of lack of understanding. You remain in a lack of understanding if you fail to ask questions. True. That is why you ought to ask questions. Ask questions. Hallelujah. When you Amen. go to see your doctors, ask questions. Brethren, are you listening to me? Yes, yes. Ladies, are you listening to me? Your doctors are not gods. When you go to see your doctor, ask questions. You have a right and a right to demand explanation. And if they give you an explanation that you don't understand, you say, call me the senior doctor to explain to me properly. And you have a right to that. Don't leave. Don't go because they say, go and take this and then you just leave. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes sir. If you don't have understanding, you are not compliant. Mm. You have every right. If your nurse, you are a nurse is coming to give you a medicine, ask, what is this for? What are the side effects? What if I don't take it? If they can explain to you, say, I need another nurse. That's so. Or call the doctor. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. And uh, if they say you are difficult, that is even better because then they pay attention to you. I'm teaching you something very important. And if you obey it, it will save your life. Amen. You don't, have, you don't know. I cannot share a lot of things with you because all of these things, we don't know who else is listening. <laughs> but when we come in person, I'll share something soon. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are preaching, yes. 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 So when you go and see your doctor, they want to do this test. Don't say, okay. They want to do this. Ask why? 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 What if I don't do it? What will happen if I don't do it? What are the side effects? Because some of them, they just for you know, I can tell you a lot of things. But this is legal. I can tell you. Because some of the doctors order tests that are unnecessary and they give you long bills unnecessarily. So ask, why do I need this test? Why do I need that? Why do I need this? So you don't run unnecessary bills. You recently, you have no idea, someone about 2,000 and change bill. And then we say, why do you need, why do you need it? They scratch all of that off. Otherwise the insurance will not pay because you don't need it. And then you will pay. Mercy. Thank you. Thank you. 
This you will not hear from your university professor. At, hey, they don't teach you. Understand they don't, what I'm saying? Proverbs chapter twenty-one and verse sixteen says, "The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead." Hmm. Hey. The man that wandereth from the way of understanding, the man that is far from understanding, that shies from understanding, shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Wow. Wow. That means lack of your understanding. Lack of understanding makes you like a dead person when you don't have understanding. Beloved, you need to ask questions. You need to ask questions and receive understanding. Hallelujah. Amen. Receive understanding. If you go to your dentist and he says, I want to take your tooth out, he says, why? Why? Ask. Don't let them remove all your teeth. <laughs> You know that every tooth you lose, it decreases your lifespan. Yes. It shortens your life. Oh, you didn't know that. See, <laughs> <laughs> doctor. Number seven. <laughs> let's, continue, let's continue. We are sharing the word of God, but the word of God is teaching us wisdom. Oh, also. Yes. oh the whole council of some of you, you have not gone to a dentist all your life. Never seen a dentist. <laughs> You are 35 years, 40 years old. You've never seen a dentist. How? How? How is that possible? Tomorrow, please make an appointment and see a dentist. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You have insurance and you don't see a dentist. And every year, every month, they're taking from your paycheck, your insurance. They're taking it. And you don't use your insurance. Mercy. Some of you go to human resources, a lot of benefits. You have no idea because you don't ask questions. Benefits that are for you and you don't even know. Some of you are paying for daycare. You don't know that you can pay for it. Pretas. Wow. You don't know. And you are paid daycare for your child up to 16 years old. The other one is coming 14, 15 for all these years. Clap your hands for the Lord Jesus. We, together, we have gathered in his name. Do you know that your company pay for your gym? Oh. Your gym is paid for, but you don't know. You pay for your own gym. For right? You don't ask. They won't tell you. They ask, questions. ask questions. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if you want to lose weight, they can pay for it. But you have to go. Do you understand? If you want to lose weight, they can pay for you. They can pay for a dietitian to speak to you, special dietitian to coach you, proper things to eat, and they'll pay for it. Do you understand? If you want massage, they'll pay for it. You say you need massage, they pay for it. Stop bothering people with rub. Every day, rub. Rub my back. Rub, rub, rub. They pay for your massage. Akobam. Massage, <laughs> and, and, rock. and then inhaling rock copy number seven copying is the big step to acquiring knowledge and wisdom Amen. copying is a big step to acquiring knowledge and wisdom Luke chapter 4 and verse 16 Luke chapter 4 and verse 16 he says, and he came to Nazareth. We're reading to verse 22. 
Are you looking in your Bibles? Yes. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found a place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, it's not this Joseph's son. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Man. Most things cannot be understood in their entirety. You know, a lot of things, you cannot understand them in its completeness or in its entirety. But when you start to copy and to do the things that others are doing, you begin to grow in understanding. True. Hallelujah. When you begin to copy, then you begin to grow in understanding. Amen. It is as you obey that you understand the reason why things are done in a certain way. Truth. Truth. As you obey. You as you obey and then you put your hand to it and you are copying and you are doing it, then you understand why certain things are done in a certain way. Certain way. Okay. The, the first sermon that Jesus preached was a teaching of Isaiah. The Are you same. understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, brokenhearted. to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This is Isaiah 61 verse 1. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus is now preaching this here in Luke chapter 4. And people were so impressed with Jesus that they wondered at his gracious words. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And he was just reproducing what Isaiah has preached. His gracious words were simply a copy of Isaiah's message. And everyone that heard him as he finished, because that is all he preached. And the Bible says when he finished, he closed the Bible and then he gave it to the minister. And when he was taking his seat, all eyes were fastened on him. Preach. Hallelujah. Amen. People were so impressed. Very. They were so impressed with his gracious words. And so why do you not learn to copy? All he did was reproduce what somebody had done. He just reproduced Isaiah's message. So if Jesus 
was not so keen on being original and was able to simply copy a message of Isaiah, why would you not copy? Why would you not learn to copy? Hallelujah. Amen. John the Baptist was also successful in ministry because he copied Isaiah's messages. John the Baptist had no desire to come up with an original message. It is amazing that you want to be an original. A lot of you always thinking of how you can be different, mm -hmm. how you can be original. There are several recipes that have been produced and tried and they are tasty and nice. Why can't you just copy and produce nice food? Instead of this trial, you have tried and it has always failed. <laughs> Why don't you copy? Take a recipe book and they say, take three cups of flour. Take three cups of flour. Mix it with 10 ounces of water. Then you mix it with 10 ounces of water. Why can't you just copy? Simple. They say, take this season. You say, what season? I like my, what is the one that they bring from? Maggie Q. You put in And it has made your soup taste the way it is. Meanwhile, there are other reproduced soup. People are producing soup. And they say, use this season. You say, as for me, I like my inkitinkiti. And question. And then you like all kinds of things. You come on. Copying is something that God has given to us. To copy from someone, there is no shame. Jesus was not ashamed. He was not ashamed for them to say, you say you are the son of God, but this message is not yours. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Powerful preachers. If you listen to them, powerful preachers, they are always referring to some other powerful preacher. True. I'm telling you. True. Powerful preachers. I, re I listen to, you know, when, when you listen to T.L. Osborne, he's referring to others. When you listen to um, Catherine Kuhlman, he was referring to others. When you listen to um, T.D. Jakes, he was referring to others. When you listen to Bishop Dark, he's referring to others. When you listen to Bishop Oyedipo, he's referring to others. I mean, why can't you copy? Why can't you copy? You are preaching. And there is no shame in copying. At all. There is no shame in copying. There is no shame in asking, how did you do your hair? If oh. it looks nice. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? There is no shame in copying. Oh, which pin do you use to hold it? <laughs> which pin? Is it that your hair is always taut together? What pins do you use? And go and buy the same pins. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. So copying is a great gift that God has given to us, and it surges you forward. forward. It makes you wiser What's than people who are around you. I'm mm. telling you. Mm. One of the things that, one of the greatest wisdom that we have learned in our church is the ability to copy. Amen. That is a great wisdom. Very and great wisdom. our prophet our father, he tells us the church is what it is because of copying. Because of copying. And we have copied and copied and copied. And we have even passed certain churches who don't want to copy. <laughs> true or not true? Oh, very true. Look, very true. countries like Korea, they have copied and copied. They take people's cars and they just copy and they give another name. Mm -hmm. And today they are cars. A search, they've taken a, a search in the manufacturing of cars. You are preaching. 
all these in that all these industrial nations they copy from others mm. are you understand what i'm sharing with you so yeah. don't be ashamed to copy don't feel shy to copy it is great wisdom if jesus copied i am not ashamed to copy i will copy and Amen. you will sit there and i will copy and become wiser than you Amen. hallelujah Amen. So learn to copy. Learn to copy. And the more you learn to copy, the wiser you become. Amen. The more you learn to copy, people come to respect you. I tell you. You see someone wears her hair a certain way. Wear your hair like that. Look at the person. Take a picture of the person and go and study it. You see someone wearing a dress that you like. Take a picture of it. Go and find the same dress and try and see if it fits you. Because sometimes it doesn't go with your, you know. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? But as yes. long as it goes, copy, copy. You know people who know how to cook, ask them to show you how to do it and copy. Yeah. The combination. Right. Look, one day, somebody one day. at work brought some food. This is a long time ago. I wish I had time to do more of that. And the food was so nice. It's from a, a certain country. And I said, wow, this is unique. How did you make that? And then I made the person write the thing for me. He wrote everything for me. So one day I also came home. And as I was coming, I went to the store and I bought all those things that the person has. And I put the thing down. He said, take this, take this. And I also, meal, I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't cook. I'm telling you. And I was able to put the things together and my families, they, up to today, they remember that food. Wow. Up to today. Wow. wow. And wow. even today, they are troubling me. Oh, daddy, you don't cook for us anymore. I said, you yeah. have to learn the recipe. I don't work that place anymore. The person who was giving me the recipe, I don't see the person. <laughs> but you can copy and it will come out as if you are a chef. Mm, I love it. So, beloved, copying is a great gift that God has given to us. Amen. And it's wisdom. So let's learn this wisdom and we will search for it. Put your hands together for the Lord. So quickly, wisdom, how to develop your wisdom or how to improve on your wisdom. Number one, noticing, recognizing things is the first step to gaining knowledge. Number two, considering, thinking, meditating, is a step to wisdom. Number three, acknowledging and honoring is a step to knowledge. Number four, listening and hearing is the next step to knowledge. Number five, asking questions is the next step to knowledge. Hallelujah. Ask questions. Ask questions. I can't stress, I can't overemphasize on asking questions. Hallelujah. Man. Number six, understanding is the next step to wisdom. And number seven, copying is a big step to acquiring knowledge and wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord as we bring the service to. Why don't you stand to your feet as we bring the service to a close? Oh Lord, we are grateful. We are thankful. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for such wisdom. We thank you, Lord, for the impartation. We thank you, Lord, for your spirit. 
who leaded us into all truth. We glorify your name. We give you honor. We pray, Lord, that we will not be hearers of your word only, but make us doers of your word. For you say, such a person, this man, this woman is blessed in his deed. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. And you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. You want to give your life to Christ. I want to pray with you. If you want to receive Jesus as your master and as your Savior, why don't you repeat this after me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. But this afternoon. But this afternoon. I come before you just as I am. I come before you just as I am. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Wipe away my sins. Wipe away my sins. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Be my master. Be my master. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sing, Shana. have been blessed with this powerful message come and worship with us on the zoom platform with id number 823-299-84436 every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time god richly bless you